This is the audio diary of the 22nd day of the second month of year 2020. It's been more than a month since I last recorded my audio diary and many things have changed. I don't want to give you any excuses as to why there was a lapse for so long because there really isn't a good reason why. And there were certainly a host of different things happening in my life that was worth reflecting on, but I chose not to. Subconsciously and consciously at different points. But I do want to talk about where I am right now. So I am <clears throat> in the northern part of Italy, in I think the region of Lombardy. And I am right now in a beautiful little town called Bellagio. Yes, the same Bellagio that the Las Vegas hotel chain is named after. And in particular, I'm sitting down by Lake Como by this little kind of like nook that leads from the center of town towards the waters. I'm standing or sitting down right in front of the water. You can hear the ducks and occasional pigeons that are surrounding me. There's a couple of motorboats away in the distance and of course beautiful um, songbirds in the air as has been the norm in this beautiful part of Italy. The water is very clear. The weather is quite comfortable, quite nice, maybe 14, 15 degrees. And the water is so clear that I can see little tiny fish um, swimming about. Maybe they're, um, what do you call baby fish? Is there a specific name or terminology for baby fish as there are for, you know, chicks uh, or for puppies or kittens? <laughs> is there a name for baby fish? But they look very, very small. I'm not sure if they are, um, they've reached their adult form and they're just fully formed to be that small or they're actually little fish that are going to grow. That's hard to say, um, but the water's so clear that I can see the fish swimming about and I am sitting on a concrete, um, not concrete, probably granite slab of rock and watching the duck float by in this quiet, quiet, beautiful part of the world. So I have been in Italy for a couple of weeks, if a bit more now, <clears throat> and I have officially moved out of the UK. I no longer have permanent home base. I am officially a digital nomad once again, which is something that I've done before when, um, in 2018 and here, I'm, here I am in 2020 doing it again without a clear deadline as to when that's going to end. That was the same situation for me back in 2018. And I'm living out of one larger suitcase, um, about 18 inches or 20, no, sorry, 21 inch suitcase, if you are familiar with the um, suitcases, so you'll know which one I'm talking about, and a smaller carry-on um, luggage, and also a small day pack, a 20 liter pack. So that is probably a bit more than I really want to be carrying around as a nomad, uh, but I just, haven't been able to downsize yet because there's a couple of things in here and there that's really hard for me to let go of, uh, including this specific pair of boots that were really expensive for me to buy. And there's a part of me that really wants to do technical hiking 
and really wants to do um, go to muddy places and winter um, snowy places again and in those terrains you might really need a um, boot like that which is what it was designed for. Frankly I don't see myself doing that anytime soon so it's probably just me um, doing another one of those just-in-case items or because it was expensive it's hard to let go of. Um, anyway I think I'll hopefully get um, over it soon. So in terms of the journey that it took for me to um, get here, I moved out of Bristol on, in early February on the 11th to be exact and even until a few days before I was actually moving out I hadn't confirmed my date everything was up in the air. I was really confused and overwhelmed and yeah, it was really, really overwhelming to say the least. And not having plans set in the future that if there was ever something to give you a lot of anxiety, it would be that not knowing if you're gonna, where you're going to be staying and what you're gonna be doing in, in a week or so, right? Certainly enough to give you a lot of panic. But I managed to move out from Bristol, flew to uh, Pavia with that package of belongings, as I said, and I moved, I f sorry, did I say I flew to Milan or flew to Pavia? Okay, I flew into Milan and then stayed over one night at this really, really wonderful hostel cause called Ocello Bello Grande, really, really <laughs> Um, high quality, um, really welcoming, thriving kind of hostel. It was great. Just had one quick night there, just basically a layover, and um, before I took a train from Milan to um, Cuneo, which is a small town outside of Torino or Turin. Cuneo is where my friend Federico's hometown, and that's where their family live uh, right now and for generations, it seems like and they were they welcomed me basically to stay with them for a few days and it was the most wonderful experience ever i they just really showed me what it, well first of all what northern italy um is like but more fundamentally in a much more universal and human level what a loving communicative family can be and those are rare <laughs> Uh, perhaps I don't need to tell you, but those are really, really rare in the world. And I think I, it was, I've only heard of them. Uh, such families just seemed like a very mythical thing. But this was a family that really prioritized each other, that loved each other, that was affectionate, that listened to each other. A family that was just completely happy to just have hours of conversation with each other. No inhibition, no agendas to achieve just sharing their everyday life about things that happened at the airport things that happened here learning about each other's um, languages and just welcome guests into their family as if you know I, I were their own family and it was the most amazing thing unfortunately the mother of the family, the uh, Federico's mum, couldn't speak any English, and so there was a bit of a communication challenge there. I tried my best. I learned a couple of um, phrases in Italian, including grazie, grazie mille, 
or to say el baño, baño, <laughs> toilet, <laughs> um, try to use my very uh, minimal, limited French to get said some of the words. Um, basta grazie, to say, you know, I thank you, but um, that's enough food, which was a theme. The entire basic um, time that I spent in Cuneo was just... Just about food, 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 food. And it was great. Food and conversations and food and family. And it was exactly how I imagined Italian families to be based on the, some of the stereotypes or some of the way um, Italians describe themselves. Uh, but also it was a lot more. Um, there were so many things about them that were unique to them, about how they wipe their pasta bowl, the way they eat, the way they you know, kiss each other on the cheek, which is something that I definitely am not very used to, even though I'm aware of it, I've experienced it, but it's not always comfortable for me. There were just so many things about that experience and them, them as a family unit, them as individual people that are just really, really, really good. And I was so thankful for that experience. They, yeah, I, I think, I think Federico's family has had a really immense impact on how I view families, how I view marriage, how I view relationships and communication and in in ways I don't know if I can quite verbalize it. I haven't really taken the time to process it properly. But it was really, really, really wonderful. And it was eye-opening because I don't know, I, I don't think I'm some I don't think I really believe that such things were possible right I mean a lot of families and marriages they may look good but they're too good to be true um, but they were just happy and loving and it gives me a bit of hope for what can be and also this was a good experience for small town living because uh, I don't have a lot of context about small town living because I've mostly grown, well, that's not true. In Canada, I did live in some small towns outside of Vancouver, but even those small towns were not that small. I definitely have never experienced village living. I can say that with confidence. Um, Cuneo is, an, is, is a town, it's not a village, but uh, technically Federico's family lives in a small village outside of Cuneo. And so there is a, I guess I did sort of experience a bit of village living. Um, the ducks are excited because uh, some other visitors have come down along the same area. But <clears throat> anyway, what was I speaking about? Um, so yeah, Cuneo. Uh, Cuneo was beautiful. Uh, the town itself was beautiful, but much more fundamentally it was made beautiful because of the welcoming people and the wonderful food and the conversations and just kind of intense loving focus on each other people just not even thinking about bringing their phone into the table and, and and it wasn't something that was a rule that people were trying to enforce it was just that people genuinely wanted to listen to each other um, even though there was no specific reason as to why they just wanted to and it was great it was beautiful I loved being part of it people just didn't get up even after they had finished eating the family was just eager to host was eager to just you know feed me and 
take care of me and made sure I was all right with nothing they wanted in return. It wasn't a, I think it was partially a matter of honor and just etiquette and just wanting to be good people by um, treating their guests right, but it was also a matter of just, it wasn't to show off that they were, you know, good hosts or anything like that. It was just out, really out of their good hearts and their good manners, and I just really, really appreciated that. I'm someone who doesn't like to have people over to my house because, first of all, I just don't come from a family background or um, a culture where that's normal. Also because as an adult, I've lived alone for so long I've or, or I've lived with um, housemates or roommates and therefore I was just kind of, there wasn't a lot of space to invite people. Um, I've never had a guest bedroom, for example. And those things all meant that I very rarely had um, capacity to invite people. And so it became that I met people outside in restaurants and bars and cafes at different things. Um, and I rarely tried to go to other people's homes either. It just felt quite intimate and I thought it was quite intrusive. But after the experience of staying over at, um, at Cuneo with Federico's family, I can actually see that this is just a great way to spend time with other people and have just really just a period of time where you're just really intensely focused on each other and yeah again it's beautiful it was the perfect start to my um nomadic journey it i was the opposite of feeling alone i felt actually sometimes overwhelmed by the amount of social interaction <laughs> that was happening in the house because i rarely had an hour to be alone and i was a bit overwhelmed by the amount of kind of work tasks that I needed to do, just not having an hour to myself to process. I was just physically so tired from all the moving and all the stress and just, you know, days leading up to uh, my flight, I had slept really poorly. Uh, I basically gone for weeks with six to seven hours of sleep. And for someone like me, for whom sleep is a really, really important factor, um, wasn't the smartest idea and so it all kind of crashed and I took a couple of naps um, in Federico's house so yeah that's all to, all to kind of um, talk about the beginning of my new journey as a nomad and being on the road since Cuneo I have been to um, I have a couple more destinations that I've been to including I stayed in Pavia and then I landed in Como, which is a town that I'm staying at. I'm just doing a little day trip um, from Como to this town of Bellagio, and I'm going back at the end of the day. So that's that. I'll, I'll, I'll um, hopefully I can take another time to re recount the process of, for example, me leaving Bristol and what that was all about, and also um, my time in Pavia and my experience staying with Federica, a different friend, uh, Federica's family, which is a very different experience, and then also my stay in Como while I'm staying alone. This time I'm not staying with any um, friends or family, I'm staying alone. And so, yeah, I'll take some other time to uh, retell all of those things. Do you know?